Hello, Victoria. How are you? Hello. I'm really good. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm fine, thank you. Uh, life is good. In fact, maybe though, I should say bonjour. Pourquoi? <laughs> Parce que nous... Um, Nous n'avons pas le français. <laughs> je ne sais pas le français. <laughs> je je n'avons pas le français. J'ai un petit peu de français. Uh, nous, um, what's the future of the word verb to be? Serai. Nous, no, nous serons. Nous serons parler avec, about um, an, an très interesting case dans Paris. Un case Paris. très intéressant. You have to say it that way around. Oh, je ne sais pas. Uh, do it and rock star. <laughs> J.M. Residence. <laughs> I thought you'd like that. So, hello, our Franglais friends. Uh, Actually, well, if somebody if somebody's like tuned in from Indonesia, one oh, of our many no. multinational listeners, they'll be okay. like, I've got the J'ai le wrong podcast. J'avais, yeah, j'ai eu le wrong podcast. J'avais fucked up. J'ai totally fucked up. J'ai fait foutre. I don't know how most of our shit would translate into murd, do you? Zutalor. It's a load of murd. Or tricolor. Tricolor. Did you learn French with tricolor, Ben? No, we had a we had like these textbooks with this guy, this kid called Armand in, and it was sort of like <laughs> Armand was going to the zoo, and he'd say really lame things like, um, you know, wow, Papa, the the elephants are so big. It was like, oh, and everybody would sigh because Armand was so lame. Talking of Armand being lame, who are you? What in the French textbook? No, maintenant, zut alors. I'm, I'm Gaston. Why? <laughs> who are you? Victoire. Just Victor, Pierre Victoire. <laughs> <laughs> um, if people are listening for the first time, they're going to think this is a load of absolute rubbish. And of course they're right. Um, but it's our rubbish and, and we love it. And um, so and That was an yeah, attempt what... at French, just in case you were wondering what we did. <laughs> so we're going to be talking today about this interesting case in France that we'll come on to. We're going to be talking about a case um, in the United States um, where they've arrested a couple of guys for the unsolved murder of a, a well-known rapper. Um, and we're also talking about a case in the UK. Um, this is the sentencing of um, a, a teenager who can be named now a teenager for murdering um, a classroom assistant in, in northwest England. Coming on to that. But first, we need some introductions, I think. Hi, I'm Victoria Mitzi. I put up with Bernando once a week, and you have to put up with us once a week. I'm a journalist. I'm a. I won't say I'm a good time girl this week because that got me in hot water. I'm a um, grumpy old lady, and I reside in Devonshire. I'm Ben Ando. I'm a former BBC and ITV and Channel Five correspondent, and I was a crime reporter for some time as well. And I now uh, jabit. In my residence um, <laughs> in Cambridgeshire, and I podcast, and I do a bit of writing, and a few other bits and bobs, and um, yeah, I think um, describing yourself as a good time girl was exactly the thing to get you into the O showed last well, week. Well, I think I slightly misunderstood the chocolat showed. <laughs> I was submerged to my neck. <laughs> Tepid chocolat showed. Now there's an image for you. Oh. Have a look at our Twitter just to see our faces if you want. We don't really do anything else, do we? We don't do Insta. No, we should do. I mean, you know, all this social media stuff, we could do, but it all takes so much time. At YDLMF Podcast. Is that our Twitter? Yes, that's right. And our, if you want to email us, you can email us at you didn't let me finish podcast at gmail.com. It gets catchier by the week. 
I'm sorry, I'm amazed I can even remember it. Here we are, this is week 21 as well. You know, it's the gift that keeps on giving. Well, actually saying that, we've got really exciting things coming up. We've got projects in the pipeline, haven't we? <laughs> yes. In Are the they project. as projects? Can they be called projects? I'm not sure. <laughs> Go on, tell us more. Tell me more. I can't tell you more because they're those kind of media things that we have to keep stush, as they say. Um, stush. But I'm keeping it under my hat. Did you say stush with schutzpah? <laughs> I don't Point think I've said a. anything with chutzpah here. <laughs> chutzpah oh, what's, the, what's the other equivalent word? Not panache. What is it? Um, chutzpah or pizzazz? Is that it? Is it pizzazz? There's another one for chutzpah. I've never had pizzazz. I have had panache. Well, haven't you had a car called pizzazz? Wasn't there a... a, a Citroën a, a pizzazz. 19, a 1970s fragrance called panache that came from sort of like Le Jardin de Max Factor. Le Do you know, some of those things aren't bad because people have bought them in their droves, so they're not going to smell like total shitola, are they? Yeah, if you say so. I don't know. I mean... I, I did I, actually I'm... have a Le Jardin something, I remember, because when I was sort of 10 and I'd be in Woolworths, and I didn't <laughs> shoplift it before you think that. <laughs> okay, I did. The max factor. <laughs> There's a crime. Shoplifting at 10. Them? You're not even listening people. to me. Listen. <laughs> I'm on a trip down memory lane into Le I am, but I'm confessing factor. to shoplifting, and this could this could be a whole series on the BBC. Did you steal panache with panache? <laughs> I stole panache with chutzpah. <laughs> <laughs> I walked out jauntily. I, know, I, I was I, a right mensch. <laughs> I, 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 can imagine, I can imagine that chutzpah would not be a big-selling um, fragrance. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> Where you chutzpah? You get a free bagel. <laughs> you new chutzpah for the great smell of, I don't know, pickled onions. <laughs> Who doesn't love a pickle? I actually do love a pickle. We pickles. love a pickle. And they're very <gasps> good for pickles. you. Kimchi. Oh, pickles Who says pickles are good for you? I've never heard pickles? That. Haven't you heard fermented vegetables? Is It was a big thing about two years ago, so it's not exactly this. a new... This is, this is new information. Do you know what kimchi is? No. Well, it's just fermented Korean, I think it is. Correct me if I'm wrong. You didn't let me finish podcasts at gmail.com. I'm sure you will. But um, they're supposed to be really good for your gut health, which is probably why you've got such a crappy old gut. <laughs> what's, what's it called? Chim, chim, kimchi. It's K-I-M-C-H-I off the top of my head. I might kimchi. be wrong. Kimchi. Okay. Are you Googling? No, I'm Everything not. Everything is Googling. Right, so the first story we're going to talk about this week is a teenager who killed a teaching assistant called Lindsay Burbeck and buried her body in a cemetery. In Accrington. This happened in August of last year, so um, in fact just under a year ago. And there was a huge... At the time this woman went missing, she'd been out walking on her own in in a nearby park gone for a a walk in a a wooded area near her home in Accrington called The Coppice. Now, what the court heard was this defendant, who can be named now as Rocky Marciano Price, who was 17. 16 at the time. He's 16 at the time. uh, He had been out prowling in these woods, looking for women on their own, and was believed to have killed her shortly afterwards. But she died of neck injuries. I don't know, maybe he he throttled her, or it says he he may have stamped on her or kicked on her or or just knelt on the front of her neck and effectively, as far as I can see, crushed her windpipe, which sounds utterly horrendous. And he'd made an attempt to cut off her leg. He put her body 
in a wheelie bin and was captured on CCTV um, or a street camera dragging this wheelie bin to the cemetery where he um, wrapped her in plastic bags and buried her in a, in a, a makeshift grave and, and she'd gone missing um, a few days earlier. There was a major police hunt but they, they tracked him down because of this camera and his mother took him to the police station and made him give himself up. Now he's, <laughs> he's, so he's autistic and in his defence he said that he, or he told the police anyway that he'd buried the body for a stranger who promised him a lot of money but um, the jury didn't believe that. But, and so the judge, uh, Mrs Justice Yip said that his I mental... I, I'm sorry that made me laugh. It sounds like what? Yippee. Mrs. Mrs Justice Yip <laughs> yep. It Stand sounds like up you in forgot... court. Stand up in court. All rise for Mrs. Justice. Yep. <laughs> but it sounds like a yippee, hippie, hooray. Anyway, she said, yes. Mrs. Justice Yip said, in her judgment, the defendant's mental disorder could not in any way excuse or explain his actions. She said she knew what he was doing when he killed Lindsay Burbick and, and that he knew the killing was, was wrong. It slightly affected his ability to empathise, apparently, but it wasn't. It didn't go far enough for him to not realise that all the wheelie bin shenanigans wasn't completely wrong. Well, exactly. I mean, oh, he, and the he, killing bit. Yeah, the killing, but also, he, you know, the fact that he planned and strategically thought through a way of disposing of the body sort of suggests that he was rationalising and reasoning. This wasn't somebody who totally lost control and could claim any kind of um, insanity. And there are photos as well of sort of um, Lindsay Burbeck uh, leaving her house to go on this walk that she never returned from uh, in, a, in a rather fetching purple and pink sort of quilted wind cheetah, if wind cheetah is the right phrase. It's one of those kind of jackets with like, um, they make you look like you've got sort of like snake-like scales and they're sort of like, they're, they're kind of puffed up but with seams on them in sort of a like horizontal pattern. What's crazy puff- is it, mm, go on. Are they called puffer jackets? Is that Puffer, I think so. They're called puffer magic dragon outfits <laughs> the magic outfits. She, she didn't he lived by the door. sea and frolicked in the autumn mist and a land called honolly <laughs> that's right it's really, well that's songs about drugs you know that don't you oh no i didn't it makes me cry oh did it? i thought it was about the life cycles and and you know that um that dragons live forever but not so little boys and the oh, fact no. that the dragons grew up didn't he that was sad yeah, but then there's an endless stream of children to entertain Puff. Yes, indeed. Puff never without a small child nearby. <laughs> no wonder he hid in his cave. <laughs> in the land called Honolulu. <laughs> anyway, back to the story. How so, weird, looking at those photographs of this woman leaving, that something so terrible was going to happen to her and it's just another you know it's like you or I would leave the door and then this very he looks like quite a slim young man he look, he, you know he looks very slight but you know it's again it's exactly what I said last week about um don't you remember the case where that girl left the oh the nightclub that you were talking about um and you were laughing at the nightclub late name oh yes I do remember so, uh, it wasn't Cinderella Rockefellers but it could have been it could have been Castaways or the pink flamingo. Here we are. I'm going the velvet to. Velvet lagoon. But we don't want to know about your sex toys. <laughs> the velvet lagoon. That's not much fun. Have you, have you got pink, a velvet lagoon the, or a pink the, flamingo? The, the pink flamingo can make you wince a bit. <laughs> oh, don't! You weren't watching TV last night, were you? No, I never watch television. You know that. 
Oh, really? No, I don't, because uh, there was something no, okay. quite pertinent to the podcast, and I thought your ears might have pricked up had it not um, had it done like it did with me and flag up that in five minutes, um, sexual assault and the police force uh, and the police force and how they cope with it was coming up, oh. and there was a woman and her husband who were caught in just the most terrible situation. In that, I presume they were called. I didn't hear that bit, but um, the police turn up, and the woman saying that the husband sexually assaulted her. and he then hung him went on to hang himself so they came along and he was unconscious hanging from a rope and he'd just done all this assault to his wife and um he oh this bit do you know what the assault was no it was a that's what reminded me when we were talking about the pink flamingo he like dildoed her in the front and in the back right what? So I mean, with, with two dildos simultaneously or a single dildo replete, you sort of replaced I don't know. It. They didn't specify, but the way they said it, it sounded like it was in one and out the other. I'll cut that out. Oh, no, that sounds, that's the funniest bit. A double dildoing. I've been double... <laughs> 999, can you tell me your problem? Yes, I've been double dildoed. Well, she was. She was sitting on a wall saying that. And... So, she, she was, I'm quite impressed she was sitting down at all. I <laughs> know. That rhymes. Maybe the, maybe the paint and poet wants to write that one up for us. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the reason I wasn't watching television last night was I was out having a boozy sort of evening with my friend Mike. And Mike is relevant to this because he is an expert on incineration. And of course, oh. one thing you know we, we could have talked about is that actually an industrial incinerator, if you've got access to such a thing, might be a great way to get rid of your lockdown corpse if you've murdered someone during lockdown. Yes, it really would be. And we need to get him to tell listeners how to do it. Okay, should well, they I'll need, fix that up. Should I'll they perhaps that. need Mike, to? Mike, we need you. We need you to tell us all about incineration and how we can dispose of bodies in big industrial incinerators. And we need you know, with your the added in- bonus of perhaps generating a bit of heat as well, so it's good for the environment. He's the one and only incinerator. <laughs> there is no other. We can make him a jingle. Well, that's, hang on, are you starting to rap? Because that is, by some miracle, <laughs> leading us into another story, isn't it? I mean, what are you on today? This is amazing. I'm basically uh, on Plymouth Meantime. PMT. <laughs> <laughs> well, that doesn't surprise me at all. That wasn't rehearsed, listeners. <laughs> yep, I am majorly on PMT all the time. 24-7 PMT. Here we go, run DMC, and it rhymes. Listen to me. Yes. <laughs> So, um, 18 years ago, in 2002... Um, oh, hang Jam- on, we didn't finish Rocky Marciano Price. Oh, OK, sorry we didn't. Because yeah, we went right. on this massive tangent and... Back, back it to was... Lindsay Burbeck. So, so Rocky Marciano oh. Price, who presumably is named after the boxer, but that seems like a slightly strange thing to do. And I don't know, I mean, you know, would, would having to live with that name throughout your teenage years be the kind of thing that would make you so angry you'd turn to murder? I don't know. Um, he... He was he was jailed for life, but with a minimum tariff of 16 years in custody. I, I mean, that, that 16 years doesn't sound like much, I suspect, and I wasn't in court to hear this judgment. I suspect that is in part due to the fact that he's very young. And Can I say although, that what it reminded me of was the Keeley Bunker rape and murder that we spoke about in the last episode? Yeah. Because... It was about looking at their faces, and I said I mentioned that he was quite frail and you know just a young chappy with his whole life ahead of him, and that's what makes me. You know me; I always want to know what they're up to and why they're up to it, and um, and also about the fallout of their crimes as well. So that's what it reminded me of. I can, I can see how that would be the case, and I mean, you know, he's. Yeah. If you look at the the photograph of um, 
of Rocky Marciano Price. Um, he certainly doesn't look like he could do any rounds with um, a heavyweight boxer, that's for sure. Not only that, but the um, something that else that hit me was the, um, you know, they do the statements at the end that um, Lindsay Burbeck's daughter said the irony of this, if you can call it that, is that Lindsay Burbeck's job was to help young people just like Rocky Marciano Price. And that was her, what she was committed to, yet what he did was lay in wait and brutally kill her. I don't think anybody was able to say for sure whether... I mean, you know, the, the judge in uh, summing up, Mrs Justice Yip, um, suggested that um, this was just a random attack. He was waiting for any lone female. But I remember when he, when she went missing at the time, there was a lot of thought about whether this was um, some kind of angry or pre-pupil or somebody who knew her in because of her job um, had done this. And I think there's nobody has sort of categorically said for certain that he... He hadn't encountered her in some form or another during oh, that's his education. So I, I don't know about that. So it wasn't as random one. as it perhaps seemed from initial well, reading. I mean, the judge did suggest that she thought it was random. So I said, I'm deducing from that that no evidence was presented either way to suggest that he had encountered her. But as you say, her family did say that she did work with autistic children. She did work with children with special needs. And she did work with um, youngsters who've had mental health difficulties. So... I don't think anybody can say for certain that she hadn't encountered him before. Who knows? I mean, well, maybe some, when, yeah. Perhaps when she saw him, she she knew him, and maybe that was enabled him to get close enough to attack her without, you know, without her being, you know, scared or trying to run or anything like that. You, you just you just don't know. You just don't know what. No, nope. and who knows? But I do think it's time for hip hop. <laughs> God. Hey, Jam Master J. Yes. Former Run DMC star who is now of course deceased his name mm-hmm. have you seen his name jason mazel sounds yes. a bit like mitzi he does sound a bit like mitzi is he related you? he looks a bit like you as well funny enough. not that i know but i do have a talent for rap <laughs> do you <laughs> you might you might hear I, some of it i know you, you i know you you like to rap on colorful fm <laughs> that was colorful radio one of the UK's leading black music station is Colourful Radio. And Thank you. Well, listen to you. You are clearly the narrator for the generation of hip hoppers. Well, clearly, I'm, I'm Jam Master Ben. No, you're Dad Master. <laughs> Dad, Dad Master, Master Jam. B. Jam on his toast. <laughs> but anyway, this is this is kind of a, quite a serious, like one of the. Hang on, I mean, the thing is, everybody loves Run DMC. I mean, they're just you know what a fantastic um, hip hop group. And so you had there were three of them in in the group. There was um, Joseph Run Simmons and Daryl DMC McDaniel and Jam Master J. I don't know if Jam Master J ever sort of like got a bit grumpy that the, the group was named after the other two and he wasn't mentioned. I mean, maybe it should have been... Yeah, but they always used to say, if you listen to any of it, it was Run DMC and Jam Master J. He made up for it by always putting his own name in there all the time. Oh, he, he, he name-checked himself sort of like to make sure that um, he didn't sort of like, you know, it was any less recognisable than, than Run or DMC. Genius! I'm going to start yeah. doing that through this podcast. I'm going to, I'm going to. After you're off and you've gone and you've naffed off to go and punt or whatever it is you do in Cambridge, mm. I will be just putting jingles. Victoria Mitzi, Victoria Mitzi, like Jam Master J. Great idea. Yes, that's a good. You know, world domination. Why, hang on, here we go. Why do MF podcast and Victoria Mitzi? There we go. That's, a bit, that, 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 that's what we need to do. That's what we should do now. Why do you have a podcast with Victoria Mitzi, featuring Victoria Mitzi? 
Or you, my new hip hop no, name. No, no, no. You shouldn't be Victor. You should be Vicky, Vicky Miz. Vicky Jizz. It's G. the Mitz. It's the Mitz, yeah. That's oh, how I go. go into a sound clash. Do you know what that is? <laughs> I've seen 8 Mile. Do Have I, you seen do I that? know what a sound clash is? I think it's a sound clash. I, I might have got that wrong. But is this they, the same but, as taking somebody to the bridge? Um, I don't know, but I think we've featured that <laughs> in a few of our cases, haven't we? Do you not, do you not used to listen to James Brown's sort of sex machine where he just say, take him to the bridge, yeah, take him to the bridge. Like, oh, oh my God, we moved like on 50 a, years. Is it like a bridge on the outskirts of town or something that he's going to take him to? And it could be the bridge and tunnel thing into New York, isn't it? <clears throat> no, it's, it's, it's the bridge of the song. It's the bit that links the sort of the first oh. bit with the second bit of the song. <laughs> oh, dear. oh dear, oh dear, the has been, know. I've been cast <laughs> aside from the hip hop literati. Oh it's the Mitz has clearly failed on step <laughs> step one of her hip hop career. But I actually unstuck. have a dance to go with. It's the Mitz. Oh really? I yeah. Like, is this like like that terrible Tiffany dance? Oh, I, I love Tiffany. Dance. I oh, you love Tiffany. Year. You can't I say that. Oh, she's adorable. Sorry, d- you um, didn't say that quite loudly enough. You didn't show off quite loudly enough. What was that about Tiffany? Uh, what that I met her last year. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> Tiffany and I, yeah, we, we're just great, great mates. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I bet you like were so now. dreadful. Yeah, Weren't you so dreadful? Oh, no, well, but I bet you were like slathering all over her. Oh, Tiffany, did I ever tell you? I'm like, you're great. Have you seen my fan. photo of me and Tiffany? Well, oh, I bet she was seen... thinking, I wish I was alone now. <laughs> That's actually very good. I didn't hear it. I let you Don't worry, I'll cut out it. the bit where I have to prompt you, Grandpa Master J. <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa Master B. <laughs> Jam Master Grandad. <laughs> Master Flashy Pants. <laughs> Where's that come from? Well, it's something they would. They had something to Grandmaster Flash. There was a Grandmaster Flash, but I've turned it into your Granddad Master Flashy Pants. That's your oh, <laughs> oh dear. Either anyway, way, anyway, it's quite, anyway, I mean, so, it's quite serious, this. And it's been referred to as one of New York City's most enduring mysteries by The Guardian. Yeah, well, indeed. But and what so, do they know? So 18 years ago, Jam Master Jay was murdered. He was shot by a masked man in his recording studio in Queens, New York. And it doesn't say whether Run and DMC were, were there or not, or whether they'd run out um, uh, uh, when the, the masked gunman arrived. Well, it um, doesn't mention them. The group disbanded, and Run, of course, has got this cool... Have you seen this reality show of um, the, the, the Run DMC um, reality show, Run's oh. House? What's it called again? Run's House. Run's House. Here we go. Live. Here it is. Live. Run's you could, House. You could, you could, you could... Now, let's find the first clip and see what it says. Okay. Here we go. Oh, advert, advert. Just one cornetto. Oh, that goes with the Rocky Marciano. That doesn't one. sound like Run DMC. It does sound no, more like an Rocky advert. Marciano. Come on, adds up, adds up. Two more seconds. So this, here we go. Run's house. Are you we ready? Had, we It is then. There you go, that is Run's House. Cool, it sounds good. Um, the production company I've seen is called Bad Boy Worldwide Entertainment Group, which made me chuckle. 
<laughs> I think I'm, I, I mean, I, if I do this, I'm, I'm, my, my production company called Bad Dad. <laughs> do you remember how much trouble we got in for all the Johnny Depp stuff and calling oh, us, yeah. calling them naughty boys? Oh yeah, but we I don't think I don't think Run's a naughty boy. I think he's a bad boy. He is a bad boy, and actually, this is this is like the kind of forerunner to the spate of. Actually, I don't know what year Biggie Smalls died. Do you know? No, I was have that no idea. Before after Biggie Smalls died. Yeah, uh, oh, because he was shot. I have small knowledge about Biggie Smalls. Yeah, and, 1997. So, so, Simmons, so Run is actually Joseph Simmons, and is he's also known as Reverend Run or Rev Run. Is Rev um, for Reverend in this context? I don't know. I guess. So, so Jam, Jam Master J mm. Joseph Mitzel was killed in 2002 in this what what apparently was some kind of drug deal gone wrong. Ah, uh, it was he, after and Biggie so, Smalls was killed. So the 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 attorney's office for New York has alleged that. Um, Two people, 56-year-old Ronald Washington and 36-year-old Carl Jordan, were upset that they'd been cut out of a drug deal and then they murdered um, Jason Mizell, Jam Master Jay. And now Jordan is already serving a prison sentence. So oh, yeah, for robbery and stuff, yeah. No, sorry, no, Jordan is not. I get that wrong. Jordan was arrested on Sunday, but Washington is already serving a prison sentence for, for, for robbery. And maybe acquired later. It doesn't actually say how it is. Um, I mean, obviously, this has been investigated for 18 years now. Mm. Um, and it was in 2007 that Washington was... Hold on. Ronald Washington, 56, is currently serving a federal prison sentence stemming from a string of robberies while on the run from police after Jay's 2002 death. Yeah, but this guy, Washington, he's also named as a suspect in the shooting of Randy Walker, who was, associate, who was an associate of... A Tupac Shakur. Now, he's another rapper who was murdered. Well done, Ben. Yes, thank you. When did Tupac die, then? He was one of the first to be killed, wasn't he, I think? You can see we've done our research, research. here. 96. Okay, that's interesting. So, just before the notorious B.I.G. 96? Thought to be... That, really? Wow. Thought to be one of the best rappers of all time. Who? No, Biggie Smalls um, or Biggie Tupac Smalls. It's quite interesting. Anyway, so... I'm not that familiar with his... What I found strange about this Run DMC case Mm -hmm. was that they were doing drug deals. Why would you need to do that if you're a... I mean, they were a seriously heavyweight hip-hop outfit. I Yeah, I don't know. I mean, but the thing is, I mean, this is only what the uh, attorney's office is saying, that that these two guys, who are obviously not... You know, these are just, I don't know, Washington and Jordan are clearly, you know... Certainly Washington is clearly a habitual criminal with... You know, he's serving time for robbery and so on and so forth. He's been implicated in other murders. They were upset about being cut out of a drug deal. Now, there's no suggestion of what um, Jam Master Jay's involvement, if at all, in this drug deal was. I mean, was it just there was some kind of a, you know, this was some kind of a a gesture that was supposed to frighten other people? We don't really know. And, of course, we won't get that kind of information until these two guys go on trial. Did you say how he died? Who? Uh, Jam Master Jay? Yeah. Yeah, he was shot in his studio in uh, in Queens, New York. Did uh, you mention it? But okay. Yeah, I did already yeah 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 uh, i don't know if you mentioned that he was shot in the head so a uh, press conference given by the the um uh, the, the the prosecutors in the states are this they said that jam master j had acquired about 10 kilos of cocaine in the months before his death and had threatened to cut the suspects out from the profit and that dispute is what allegedly led to the, the, the them plotting uh, murder. And he was killed while playing video games in his studio in Hollis, Queens, uh, where he'd grown up as a child and had gone on to mentor other aspiring rappers. And apparently the, um, the prosecutor, whose name is Seth Ducharme, said that one of the, the two men hugged Mitzel before they actually shot him. This was, they said, this was, he said, a murder in cold blood. But I've also heard that Mazel was, uh, Jam Master Jay was 
an anti-drug advocate. So this is all really strange. Possibly. I mean, you know, uh, we don't know what the Attorney General knows. What, See, it what says here, US Jam Master J was not a thug, says McDaniels. Oh, Darren McDaniels, he's, he's DMC. Okay. He is oh, Darren now you McDaniels know. He's the DMC. Yeah, you know, I'm all over the raps. Oh, I see. So it's well known that he wasn't a thug. Yeah, yeah. Strange. He, he, Awful. He well, yeah. there you go. And they were but, really good. I think but, they were you know, really well, good. Okay, certainly a case to follow. And maybe after 18 years, finally, there'll be some justice for Jam Master J. Whose music I was growing up to. Yeah, absolutely. It's tricky. Really? It's... Very tricky. Your new bright trainers were incredibly important to run DMC, and I don't think anybody would argue against that. What are trainers? Bright, shiny, clean trainers. And they oh, had a, box fresh. They, they had a, didn't they have a song called My Adidas? Because they were particularly big fans of the brand Adidas. Did they? Yeah, I think so. I think they did a song called My Adidas. I could be wrong. I love that. all that. I love all Adidas that. Look. Or Adidas? Well, I, I think say it's Adidas. Adidas. Do you know how Adidas is named? No. It's named after the two brothers who formed it. Addy and Daz. No. No, it really is. I mean, I don't know if their name's actually Addy and Daz, but it's definitely named after the two brothers. God, all these... It's the first three initials of their names. It's really, could you, could you, could you, um... All these zippy names. Yeah, absolutely. We've got to so... get more jazzy monikers. Yeah, I know. Maybe uh, we will, because we'll um, fame is clearly beckoning for us. But now it is time... We're back into Europe now with our Adidas, and now we're going to go to France, aren't we? Oui, bien sûr, nous avons retourné. Zut alors. 30-year-old corpse discovered in the cellar of a Paris mansion worth 35 million euros. And wow. what was found in the basement? A 30-year-old body. And not yeah. a body of a 30-year-old. It was there for 30 years. Yeah. Don't actually know how long, how old the corpse was. The vast man. but crumbling complex at... Douze Rue Woudinot in the heart of Paris had been empty for more than 30 years. You should have a look at the picture if you can. Google 30-year-old corpse, 35 million euro Paris mansion. And you'll see the photos. It's an incredible place. And um, apparently it backs on to uh, where Louis Vuitton lived and um, near where the president has his gaff. Oh, sorry, not Louis Vuitton, Yves Saint Laurent. So this was near invalid. So this, how did this come about? So it, it had been unattended since the mid nineteen eighties, and it was once lived in by a poet and playwright named Francois Copet, who I must admit I've never ever heard of. Mm. Um, it's it's behind this brick facade, and there are four imposing buildings. But as you said, they've got broken shutters. It's all overgrown. The garden's completely overgrown. But this, this was put into an auction in January and sold to a buyer Jean-Bernard Lafonta who paid uh, 35.1 million euros nearly six times the reserve price and he's a director of an investment firm and started work on restoring the property presumably to turn it into its well he said to restore it to its former glory but then obviously workmen go in and they go into the basement and they discover this body and they've identified the body as a man called Jean-Pierre Renault. oh have they and and he and they found traces of wounds, broken bones, knife cuts, prompting the police to open a murder investigation. So I hope they get Inspector Clouseau on the case. Um, bonjour, um, zut alors. This so this guy was um, this this this. So Jean Pierre Renault, as far as I can tell, was basically a tramp or a tromp, um, and not a tromp l'oeil. Um He was a he had no fixed abode, had a drink problem, according to a police source, as told Le Mans newspaper. 
Um, so the, the theory at the moment they're working on is that this was a sort of a, basically this, this was a bum fight. Have you seen those videos of bum fights where people pay tramps to fight each other? No. Oh, you're not I thought you said bun fight as in B U M. Like when people go, in, don't go in there, it's right bun fight. Bum, as in American slang for tramp. No, tramp. is Americans that a fact? Bums, yeah. And they people sort of give, they, they sort of get twenty dollars out and say to two tramps, whoever wins a fight between you two gets the twenty dollars, and the tramp. They should save their money other. and just come down to Plymouth Ho on a weekend. <laughs> is, is it no go at Plymouth Ho? <sighs> That's the first thing you said to me when I told you I was off to the southwest. <laughs> You're like, you're going to be a Plymouth Hoe. I was like, you what? <laughs> you what, eh? Now I know. I'm a Plymouth Hoe. you know about Plymouth Hoe. <laughs> you're no bozo at Plymouth Hoe. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> so so the theory is that these, these there were two tramps who were somehow stuck in this basement, started fighting each other, and one tramp managed to kill the other and just legged it. And the police believe that the, the, the murderer himself is probably now dead. Yeah, so that sort of takes care of itself. But a crazy story. Yeah, oh, just a, that body I want to buy that mansion. All these years in the middle of Paris, gay Paris. I want to buy that mansion. It's lo- location, location. It seriously is, and just the shots of it. I, I want well, you to have a look. If you like all that kind of grand design stuff, have a quick if, look. If you go onto Google and look look up Rue Woody Knob, which is O U D I N O T. Rue Woody Knob. Rue Oudinot. I don't know. This is my French French pronunciation. So if, I think if you I said Woody Knob. I, I would call it Rue Oudinot. Oudino. Rue Houdini. No, Rue Oudinot. O U D I N O T. Oudinot. And this is right in the centre of Paris. It, I don't know which arrondissement it is in, though, I'm afraid. I do. It's. Um, oh, it's the it's... seventh. The seventh arrondissement. Le septième arrondissement. Oh, it's go. a real location, and I think yeah. that's that's why the price is. Oh, you just said that. I know. I know. I did listen. I listened. <laughs> you I let didn't, him finish. Didn't interrupt. Listen. So I think that's all. It. This is a bit of a summer podcast, isn't it? With some yeah. sort of current stuff for a change. Well, yeah, we'll be back to the margins right. of your notes soon, which I really enjoy. And yeah. um, getting guests when I'm not running around. I've, I've been to the capital, the big smoke, quite a lot recently, doing other stuff. But at the same time, we didn't want to leave you without your exciting subscribed to podcast dropping into your inbox. We wouldn't do that to you. We wouldn't do that to anybody. Dropping Even when something. we get too famous for you, which will be very soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm believing what people are telling me. That's my problem. I've really, enjoy- I've got to say, Victoria, I've really enjoyed this. It's been fun just looking at stories, and just having a chat about them. And I mean, and these are some really, these are really interesting stories. Actually, I'm, I'm really interested in the, the Run DMC one as well. I know, you've learnt a lot of um, of rap yeah. trivia, haven't you? Yeah, I have learnt a lot of rap trivia. You're going to be getting into your Adidas tracksuit. I've learnt about Biggie Smalls. I'm actually going to go to the gym shortly and I will put on my Adidas shorts. I'll be wearing my Adidas. Will you, you, will you wear it like them? Will you wear it with one of those kind of slightly trilby-ish hats as well? Oh, the, yeah, I love their pork pie hats. They look really cool. I put lots of jewellery on, lots of uh, big, big, thick chains <laughs> um, to weigh me down when I'm sort of trying to do, I don't know, push-ups or press-ups or whatever. I try They'll to know who the boss is. Oh no, that's Mafia. That's that's Bugsy Malone. You've kind of gone off the page a bit there. (laughs) Talking of which, it's probably time for a wrap. (laughs) See what I did there. Let's wrap it up. Okay. I forgot to to mention our friends. Oh yeah, go on, mention our friends. Loads of new followers, loads of new listeners. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for your interactions. Again, if you make them a bit clearer to me, because there have been some I haven't been able to respond. So if they're written in sort of text speak and stuff, I really can't get the hang of it. Um, But we love you. Old lady oh, come on. You spelt you, text, 
I'm sorry, no, that no can do. But at YDLMF podcast, we are always jumping up and down on our Twitter, which is where E Turner Babe has been. So you've been so lovely and I'm going to sort out, oh, that's something I wanted to say to you, Ben. There's a bit of a challenge if you ever looked at the Twitter, which you do actually, you just pop up every now and then like a special guest or a bad rash. And this lady who supports our podcast quite a lot, she's, I think she's really interested in podcasts and actually her selections are really good. So when she does the recommendations, we're amongst good other talent. She has said that she puts grapes in a chicken salad and our other friend of the podcast, Fat, Drunk and Stupid, the greatest podcast that I'm enjoying at the moment, may I say, we're your friend too. He says that there's no way that grapes work in a chicken salad. What do you think, Ben? I think that sounds nice. I don't think I've ever, ever had grapes in a chicken salad before. Well, I don't have to often yes. have chicken salad, but that sounds quite nice, honestly. Well, the one, a chicken is an exception because I always say as a rule, no thank you, couscous with, with raisins. Why do they always do that? Apricots in sort of Moroccan stuff. I, I just don't like it. But coronation chicken with slight sweet stuff, that goes really well. So I'm leaving the door open to grapes. And I said that I'll get back to e Turner Babe after I've done it. But Have I've just see, recently you... updated her that I can't bear to put a grape in a chicken salad if I spoil oh. it. I'm just going to say, though, that the thing about coronation chicken is that you've got the chicken and you've got the, the sort of the sweet element, which is might be, you know, raisins or whatever. But to bind that all together, you've got the curry. And curry is an incredibly subtle flavour because it kind of combines elements of sweet and salty and savoury. And so you can kind of get away with putting sweet stuff in because that overall kind of curry warmth just brings it all together in a, in a very... I think so, and I wonder if grapes are doing the same thing, but um, Fat, Drunk and Stupid will continue to send like pictures of people vomiting when they think about it. So that's something that's been going on on Twitter, Twitter fun. I wanted to thank Reverie True Crime Podcast, because you've been really kind, as are we to you, and the Paranormal Burrito. <laughs> yeah, and really, I was like, okay, the podcast's great. <laughs> Oh, do you mind? Sorry. The podcast's great, but at the same time, they're worth looking at because their little logo is a ghost eating a burrito. And we love burritos. and We want to be sponsored by burritos. So if you have any kind of heads up on that, do let us know. And of course, podcast radio, you've been really good to us. So there'll be more interaction with us. I'm absolutely sure. And uh, that's it for another week. Yay. Bye-bye, everyone. Okay. Right, and um, get uh, your emails in about grapes and chicken and if you've actually tried it, because I'm not sure I'm going to get round to it. So you didn't let me finish podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget the podcast word in there because then it won't get to us. All right, Bye. a biento. A biento, zut alor. Adieu, adieu. Au revoir. Ciao. Bye. 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 Bye